Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. You're listening to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace. I'll cover anything and everything about being a little better than you were yesterday while living bravely outside of your comfort zone. From mom life to coach life and everything in between, this is your no BS guide on trading good for great because you are worthy of it right now in this moment as you are, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley, and I... I'm going to share an episode with you that I've kind of been reflecting on. Um, I just turned 35 last week and I was thinking about how did I get here and that kind of an idea. And I think this is going to be a great episode for you if you're in a place where you're in a rut, you are stuck and you're not making any progress on things um, in life or with your health and fitness, with your small business, whatever it might be. Um, and I think it's going to be useful for you to kind of get back to the basics. And so as I was reflecting, I was thinking like, Again, how did I get here? And it really boils down to very, very simple things and decisions that were super simple that I did not know would be impactful until later. And what they were, were moving my body, drinking water, eating better, reading something positive, and then getting out of my comfort zone. I ended up sharing those things, those four things with other people. And so those five things really were not important to me um, until after I became a mom. They really, they really weren't, even though I know they're supposed to be or whatever. It was not something on my top priority list to do. Um, it wasn't something that I was doing. And I think they become more important after I became a mom because now my days were filled with doing things for other people doing things for my new baby, my new my toddlers and my baby and things like that. And now looking back, those things that I chose to do, like movement and things like that, were a simple way for me to start showing up for myself again. And so if you're finding yourself sort of in this place of maybe you are just like, who am I? Or like, what am I supposed to do with my life right now? And again, like I said, these things are so simple. It seems like, well, duh, everybody says you're supposed to exercise and that kind of a thing. But really, it's not about the exercise. It's about you deciding to find ways to show up for yourself. And when you get used to that, life changes for you. And so let's start with movement, moving your body. The purpose of this is, like I said, do something for yourself each day. And that's what the movement was. And I purposely use the word movement over exercise. One, because I feel like the word exercise has a lot of pressure to it, that it's gotta be this big thing. It's gotta be an hour long. And and if you're home with a new baby or you're in the midst of a really busy season of changing careers or starting a side business, whatever it might be, um, exercising for an hour just might not be on the table for you. And so then we let ourselves not even start or not even, not even consider moving. And so... Break, break it down to swapping those words. Use the word movement and think of it as a way that I'm showing up for myself, that you can show up for you. So again, make it simple. Make it something you enjoy. Do you like dancing? Do you like going for a walk, being in nature, going for a bike ride? It doesn't need to be a big deal. It doesn't have to have a super big plan, um, but move your body because that's going to be your first step for showing up for yourself and and letting yourself know that you're important enough to take care of. 
And then the second one is drink water. And that just seems so dang simple. But when I was first trying to do this and drink more water and drink water before I drank, you know, other things that sometimes consume us, iced coffees, whatever it might be, um, it seems so simple. But yet there were days where it was hard and I got done with the day and I thought, I didn't even get close to drinking enough water today. You know, the whole half your body weight in ounces of water, if you've never heard of a water goal, um, is something that I shoot for most days. And why? Because my body feels better when I do that. And again, that was another way to show up for myself. And just because things are simple doesn't mean that they won't be hard. But you're not going to quit this time. You're going to keep progressing forward. And if you miss a day or two days or a week, you're going you're gonna to just pick up where you left off. And I, and I purposely didn't say start again because I don't want you to keep thinking that I have to start all over. I have to start all over. No, just start where you left off. You were adjusting to life and now here you are and you're adjusting again and you can pivot. And the next thing is to eat better. And I, and I say eat better because better should be any, whatever it means for you. Anything that better means for you is good enough. Um, this whole eating thing can turn into something very overwhelming um, and I don't want you to think about it as a diet. I don't want you restricting yourself from food. Um, that's not the point. At least I don't think so. My belief is that that we want to try to eat whole foods. We want to not have sugar every single day, processed sugars every single day. Um, because I know that my body feels better when I eat better. I have more energy. I have better sleep, clearer skin, like all the things. And you know this, but you don't have to look at it as, oh, I'm going to give up sweets for a month. I'm going to cut out every, you know, all your favorite things. That's not the point. And also, I didn't use the word diet because I don't want, if you're a new mom and you're listening to this, I don't want you to think that you need to bounce back. I can't stand that society still has us thinking that bouncing back after a baby is like the biggest thing on a mom's to-do list. It's not. And I don't think that it ever needs to be because you've birthed the human being or even if you haven't had a baby you've aged your body changes and you're not that same person so there's no need to go back to that same that person you are someone new because you have experienced more in life and here you are and so there's no need to bounce back there's no need for that to be a goal buy clothes that fit you keep working to be healthier showing up for yourself and move on it's not it's let's make it not a thing anymore (laughs) It took nine months for you to grow that human and have that baby. It shouldn't be be a thought that in one month or two months after that you're bounced back. And I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see it because how realistic is that? That is, it's just not, it's not, don't do it. Um, other things that work for me, and I actually have a whole podcast episode on this. If you scroll back, it's towards the beginning. Um, five steps for you to um, break up with yo-yo dieting for good. And I did that with my one of my best friends, Brittany Williams, and it has some great, great, simple, but easy and beneficial things for you to do if you're looking at tackling the whole eating better piece. Um, But just off the top of my head, some things are swapping foods. So like I've made some tweaks. I've swapped out like um, different butters instead of like salted, whatever, but I eat fats. I think fats are an important thing. A good healthy brand kind of butter is awesome. Um, in my opinion. So making little swaps, um, sea salt instead of table salt, just little things like that. It's not hard. Nobody in my family tasted a difference when we started doing this years ago. And um, it's really benefited me and the people around me. So swap out foods and 
my other one that is been like a game changer in the last few years when I when this was kind of like a light bulb moment is worth it foods having a list of worth it foods and I always use a cookie example because I'm a sucker for cookies I have like no stopping when cookies are around but I have a certain point of what's worth it warm fresh soft ooey gooey cookies those are worth it two or three day old cookies that you know have that little bit of dryness to them they're not so when you kind of decide what's worth it to you and what's not, then you can really just, it takes away decision-making. Um, I already know that the cookies have been sitting there for two or three days. It, it's not even really tempting because I already know and I've thought about the fact that it doesn't actually taste that great. And I'm not, anytime I've had the two-day, three-day-old cookie, I've not enjoyed it. So giving yourself some time to reflect on that kind of thing, like with foods, um, how does it make you feel? Do you really enjoy it? And, and kind of having a list of worth it foods can help you f- from everyday things with like snacks in the in the office at work or in the teacher's lounge or whatever it is for you. They're always there. And sometimes we mindlessly walk by and grab them, but coming up with a worth it list. And again, go back to that other podcast episode. We go way more in depth with those things. My fourth thing is read something positive. Now this I did not add in for quite some time. I started with movement and to give you an idea, I started with movement and that was like months long. That's all I did. I made sure I got that in and I gave myself time to kind of get in routine. I had drinking water in there part way. That was something I thought uh, pretty simple. I could do that. And then the food I added next. And like I said, this was like months down the road. Um, but reading something positive, this probably didn't start happening until many months, half a year, maybe a year in to me actively making these decisions to live healthier. And again, it was me turning into a a mom where it was like, all right, well now I kind of care about the example I'm setting, right? I have other eyes on me and I want them to know what it means to take care of your body, show up for yourself, that kind of a thing, take time for yourself. And so that was kind of the motivating factor for me when my, my mind shifted around this but reading something positive. And I think, again, don't think it needs to be a whole book or um, you know an hour a day. I like to start my day with some reading and end it with some reading. And sometimes it's five minutes on the front and back end of my days because I'm probably falling asleep in bed. I'll cozy it up with a book in my hands. But even a page or even um, a, a podcast like this or a you know YouTube video, you can find free things all over the place. Um, it is so worth it because it starts putting positive things into your brain and our brains keep, um, wanting to look for and affirm what we're thinking about. And so if you can start and end your day with positivity, your brain's going to start looking for more of that. And this is something that, you know, people can tell you to start doing, but until you start living it and, and feeling it, um, it'll just feel really fluffy to you. Like, eh, because it did to me. That's how, that's what I'm, where I'm speaking from. But, um, give it a shot. What have you got to lose? Um, you got, you've got like five minutes to lose is all. And I bet that you, you, I'm sure that we all waste five minutes, um, in a day. So you really have nothing to lose. Other things that can help too, is to, to pause and journal, um, or you try to be still. That's something really hard, I think, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Um, and then my fifth thing I wrote down was share it. Tell a friend if something's working for you, don't keep it to yourself. Maybe it'll help somebody else. And so what happened for me is I followed all these plans and um, 
I ended up deciding to start sharing it on social media. And really when I say share it, I just mean push your comfort zone. Cause for me, that was super scary to post on social media and start sharing what I was doing. But I was a new mom and I felt so much better after kind of following these super simple things. And I thought, gosh, I wonder if I should share this because I bet someone else is out there thinking or feeling like I am. And now it took me three babies to actually get the guts to start sharing it. So again, when I say this takes time, it can take whatever time it needs to for you. Don't give up on any of it because you're worth it. Um, and so just tell, you could tell a friend, you don't have to post on social media. It doesn't have to be about your health and fitness that you share, but I encourage you, urge you to start taking a tiny step, maybe even a pinky toe outside of your comfort zone. Because what happens is you do that and things are scary, but then you do it and you realize it's not that scary. The world kept spinning. Nothing really, you know, drastic happened. And your, your, your threshold for like what scares you, it, it gets lower and lower and you can just open new doors because you couldn't even see these doors before, but now that you've stretched that comfort zone and it keeps growing and growing and growing, now you've been able to go down the road a little bit. Now there's more doors, you can see better and there's more opportunities. And also what kind of an amazing thing to show your kids or the people in your lives, an example of living bravely and fearlessly. And so again, my last thoughts are the five things I shared, move your body, drink water, eat better, read something positive, and then go push your comfort zone. But I will leave you with these final five thoughts. Five thoughts for being 35. One is take the pressure off of yourself that society can put out there to bounce back. Give yourself time. Two, accept and ask for help. That is a huge lesson that I've learned over these past few years. Um, there's people in your life that probably want to help you. And it's okay for you to accept it. And it's okay for you to actually verbalize it and ask people you trust for help, whatever it might be. Three, find a small way to show up for yourself each and every day because you are so great at showing up for other people. I know that if you put your mind to this, you'll find a way to also be great at showing up for yourself. So if you've never succeeded at showing up for yourself before, you're going to do it now. Number four, trust your gut. And I also say trust your mom gut. But even if you don't have kids and you're a woman, you take care of so many people. I kind of consider all of us mamas because we just have that motherly instinct to care for the people around us and take care of so many things. Trust your gut because sometimes you just know. And then five, push that comfort zone to show yourself and the people in your life a firsthand example of what it's like to choose to be brave and chase dreams and just set an example that's worth following. Hopefully something resonated with you today. Go ahead and share this episode or take me on Instagram if you do, if you like the episode. Um, I would love to hear from you. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I hope you all have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.